Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. What up, though? What up, though? Or should I most famously say? What up, though? What up, though? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my snacks in. Y'all gonna have to mind my black ass business, okay? Yeah, it's been shoes. a while, and I got bad shoes. <laughs> Trader Joe's, just make this clear, okay? Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's will forever be the goat of snacks. Mm-hmm. They got the snacks that you used to, okay, and that you was like, who thought of this? Okay. This is chili and garlic flavored cashews. Mm. Exotic. I think water. <laughs> I'm used to like chocolate covered pretzels. Uh, I've been snacking on pretzels a lot lately. Like the um the ones you get at the concession stand, you just get a big box of those from you know local sounds club, whatever you shopping in bulk at, and then you get like a can of like nacho cheese. So that's been my go-to snack recently. It's probably you, bad, but you've been I living a pretzel a day, but like probably like half a cup of cheese. Jarrell <laughs> be drinking the cheese though. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> anyway, we are back with episode fifty-five. I think it's of the Mental Matters podcast, bro. <laughs> that is a number. Let's let's just let's just praise God, man, because without him. There is no podcast. There is no me and you. There is none of the things that we currently have in society. So I'm just grateful to be in this space, man. And it has been just the longest time since the last time we sat down and kicked it. So I'm looking forward to this because I miss the hell out of you, man. Yeah. It's it's always like, I guess because you're always like a text message away. But like until I see you on the screen, it's like, dang, it's been a long time. You know? Yeah. Really realizing. It's like recording again. I need a studio. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to just convert this office into the studio. That's what we're going to do. Okay. We already got the couch. I mean, come January, when this other couch get here, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this ghetto mess. I promise. <laughs> we'll get right back into it. But this is episode 55. We're here to redefine man up properly for the culture. Um, all things when it comes to black men and mental health and how we're navigating it because this shit real. So, um, I guess we'll start with you, man. You know, what you been up to? What you been getting into? Uh, so recently I, I passed my real estate exam. So that was fun. Hey! <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so now I'm a licensed realtor. So where anyway. was your antennas three months ago? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's been, it's been a process. Like, I don't know. I finally got it done, though. That's I can say that. So now starts all the fun so anybody needs property listing property investing in property buying property i am your guy so you guy all right i heard you say that so <laughs> i'll write that down Jarrell out here selling houses y'all yep let's get it let's get it let's get it popping so are you like selling houses like in the metro detroit area detroit area like what area are you looking to cover 
I mean, Southeast Michigan for the most part. So Detroit, Ooh. like Wayne County, Macomb County, Oakland County. Um, he said, if it's over here, <laughs> got you. If you want something up north, I can refer you. So it's all. If you want stuff. something up here, you get slapped. Because that's <laughs> yeah, what you have yeah. to get slapped. <laughs> You're trying to go up there in Michigan Tech territory, I could refer you. I'm not going to go up there, though. Fair. We ain't, we ain't not really welcomed up there in real life. Yeah, for me. We're not. We're not yeah. I went to the UP once. It was for a good friend of mine's wedding. We went to college together. We had a great time. Um, they were wondering how we knew the groom because in true nature, that's the question you ask at weddings. Mm-hmm. But me as a black man, I ain't take it that way. I was like, they don't think I belong. So I'm going to just say I'm the groom's cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they went with it. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, there wasn't it's, no further uh, questions after that. They weren't like, oh, so like, were you like a doctor? Well, Half the time they were drunk. Let me just adjust my things real quick. Okay. The Bouyetti. Bouyetti. So, there was that whole thing. They thought we was related because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, what can I say? Mm-hmm. Boom. All right. So... But I said we had the same nose because they asked me a dumb question. So I gave them a dumb answer. Mm-hmm. And we both do have big ass noses. It was rather funny. And of course, everybody's drunk at a wedding. So they're like, hey, let's go ask them. I'm like, hey, come here. Come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come, here. come on. Come on. So cousins, right? He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's my cousin. <laughs> like, yeah. But then my dumb ass best friend made this new last name of. I'm not even going to say what the name is, but <laughs> he made this little last name. And I was just like, you just had to go there. You just had to. Why, why did you do that? So anyway, all that being said, we ain't really wanted up north. We just go up there, too, because. Yeah, there's that. Anyway, I'm not going to move up there. You ain't got to worry about that. But for your real estate needs, Jarrell said he got y'all. Like on Insecure, we got y'all. But anyway, you don't see me on the fake. You don't see me on a big billboard on ninety four. Like, <laughs> white teeth, thumbs up. First off, <laughs> if I saw that, it would be everything. But <laughs> it is what it is. Um, <laughs> so that's good. I'm glad that you are finding success in 2020. That's probably one of the most important things. Um, you know, I hope y'all claim y'all victories this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been real rough to find victories in 2020 between the pandemic, the racial one, and the health one. I'm going to continue to say that because it's real. Yeah. Um, it's the goddamn election we're in, but that's the most I'm going to say about this. It's ghetto. Mm-hmm. I call the election what we refer to as the the racism litmus test. Yeah. As you can see, we are a country divided which means half of y'all ain't shit. <laughs> I'm going to call it what it is. You can sue me. You can try to cancel this podcast. We do it out of our pockets. That's on y'all. But um, it's a true racism litmus test. Mm-hmm. And we see, we see y'all. I mean, one of my good, well, somebody I know said this. <laughs> a couple months ago, everybody had black profile pictures, all blacked out profile pictures. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many young people actually didn't vote for the right party this year. Yeah. 
we'll leave it at that. So, um, as far as what I've been doing, um, just securing my sanity, man, you know, just trying to stay out of negativity and social media and um, drink my water. In fact, I'm going to get a sip right now. Mm-hmm. I'll be getting a lot of this in, especially with that that Brita picture. Let's mm-hmm. just say that yeah. Brita picture, <laughs> um, great gift. Just anyway. I, I was like, shoot, I got to give me one. <laughs> Listen, I love that thing. Like I run through it like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just focusing on my own peace of mind. You know, celebrating my victories. Mm-hmm. Um, getting through the workday can be a drag these days, mm-hmm. um, especially with the boundaries that we've had to almost put in place due to the um, current health pandemic of, as we known as Ms. Rona. Um, so. I want to get into that a little bit because a lot of people don't understand. We are in the midst of seeing a second spike of this virus. And when I tell y'all, this house is stocked (laughs) and we ain't going nowhere. (laughs) I am ready for the fact that we about to be bored in the house part two, thanks to Curtis and them. Like, bored in the house, in the house, bored and on purpose. So leave me alone. That's really about to be the move between holiday gatherings and between um, work-related activities and expectations. It's I find it really, really hard these days to separate the two. Mm-hmm. You know, I find it really hard to separate from saying, hey, everything I need to do for my job is at home. Mm-hmm. Versus the quote unquote demands of the workplace. And I, I don't know if you've experienced anything like that, but I mean, have you? As far as you said, um, having obligations outside of home that require work, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like at least for you, from a job standpoint, like are there any of your current work responsibilities that require you to traverse like the Metro Detroit area or be outside of your home? Yeah, so two weeks ago, I did have um, a meeting that was, like, out in the field. So, you know, I had to, like, wear my proper PPE, um, be masked up, um, keep my distance, all of that stuff. But that probably lasted for an hour and a half, and then I was back home again. So recently, with, you know, everything in the news showing that there's, you know, everything is increasing and there's an uptick, our organization kind of deaded, you know, the those opportunities for being outside again so you know they're moving the way that they should be moving as an organization so good that's rough i mean there's some workplaces that's just like don't ask me yeah we're not expecting y'all to even think about coming back until next summer and i was just like Mm -hmm. can my boss say something like that because there's this connotation that we may be expected to come back i'm like y'all can go back Mm -hmm. everything i need to get done is getting done from the comfort of my dining room Mm -hmm. so what y'all need from me (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) um it's been really rough there have been some there's challenges though there is and i'm thankful enough i'll say this first and foremost i'm thankful enough that i have a job that i can maintain during this pandemic Mm-hmm. not even though it's just whole work from home thing 
I'm thankful for because the nature of my specific job and my specific job function Mm -hmm. that I am able to work during this pandemic to continue working during this pandemic. There's some people have not been as for has been not as fortunate and I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge my privilege in that. Um, So first and foremost, I'm thankful for that. Um, And I'm hoping that from an economy standpoint that, you know, our neighbors and our community members, you know, find that financial stability, especially going into the holiday season, because if you work in the restaurant industry, if you work in other like customer service revenue avenues, a lot of the revenues from those are being slashed. Like nobody's really trying to, okay, granted, there are some, some characters out in this world. So bear with me. <laughs> People are not supposed to be just outside dangling, going to get food. Yeah. It is high to me. I don't get, I don't get it. I really, I don't understand it. I really don't. But there are people that's just like, I need to go help to go buy some groceries. It's like, do you really need to go buy groceries or do you not want to be in the house and you want to go get a pack of potatoes or something? Mm-hmm. I've been going through that. <laughs> See, that's why I ain't coming over your house no time soon. <laughs> that's why I ain't coming over. But no, in real life, like, there's some people that are not content with just chilling. Like, I found that, you know, people are really making their living spaces, their sanctuaries during this time. And I can't be mad at it. Mm-hmm. Like one of my housewarming gifts was a fire pit. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm trying to stock up on all the wood. I'm about to just light this thing up and just be in the backyard <laughs> with a bottle of whatever and just <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this is throw that some leaves in there. This is fine too. Um, so, but it, it is hard. So I'll, I'll start there. But I will say that separating your work life and your home life from you know just due to this pandemic can be difficult and challenging Mm -hmm. um so we'll start there so in terms of this was a article written by miss nina bartman on behalf of the society of behavioral medicine and and i'm going to quote some of these things we're going to have a quick discussion about it um first and foremost we know that whether it be physically mentally um emotionally or even in a social sense COVID-19 has definitely impacted our everyday living. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm used to giving hugs. I ain't had a legit genuine hug and felt okay about it <laughs> since like February. And I, I think that's like between the time I seen you mm-hmm. at the studio or something. Like every now and time I see you now, it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did it's we? Not. Should we not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know do with my hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's really awkward and I hate it. Like it's so ghetto. Mm-hmm. But it's times we really can't control. We just have to manage to the best of our ability. So like um from a working standpoint, um, there are a couple of things they highlighted um that are you know, I guess some challenging points. So one of those things is the benefits of a daily commute. And I think there's pros and cons to both. Um, so first and foremost, obviously, if I ain't got to drive to work, I ain't got to go start my car, which means that I ain't got to run the gas. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> if I ain't got to drive my car to work, 
that means it's more likely you're sitting in front of my house. Mm-hmm. You got to start that car every day. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what kind of car you got, you got to start that boy every day. Like you yeah. have to. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the obvious benefits slash curses, if you will. Um, the benefits of a daily commute. Um, some of the other things, just the working from home in general. <sighs> Man, it's been ghetto. Mm-hmm. So to me, and you can tell me if you feel this way, it seems like people don't understand the fact that just because I'm working from home doesn't mean I'm not busy. Like, in fact, I'm busier. Mm-hmm. This does not mean you can call me at the drop of a dime and be like, hey, what you doing? Right. I, I'm working. What What do you think I'm doing? It's <laughs> it's 10 a.m. on a freaking Tuesday, bro. Like, yeah. I'm working. Oh, well, you know, you know, you we got to have a meeting in the field. I, 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 <laughs> I. But then I. we don't need to meet there like okay Mm -hmm. so granted i'm a technology snob i rely on these things we've Mm -hmm. had we had our power go out a couple days a couple weeks ago and i was sick Mm -hmm. but this device literally has google duo installed if we have the same type of company work phone you Mm -hmm. can video call me and guess what there's still there's still numbers on this thing. Mm-hmm. So you can be like contacts, Richard. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I need to be there with you. Mm-hmm. You want me to be there with you? No. Like <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's absolutely stupid. I think it's redundant, but is what it is. Um, yeah, I <laughs> from working from home, more than like I'm busy. My task and responsibilities is already going through the roof. Mm-hmm. There's no need for me to do this with you. Like, mm, no, get out of here. You dirty. Um, <laughs> so th- there's there's that. So um and ultimately there were five a five-step solution they proposed. We'll share the article with you all. Um, but the first thing was there's five steps, um, five-step solution, if you will, to a positive boundary i guess established between working from home and um you know home home balance and work-life balance one is put your work materials aside if you have a designated space where you do your work don't throw it in a trash can like i've almost tried to do several times (laughs) don't do it i know for me i'll literally stack it and put it right in the middle of the table Mm-hmm. I'll put some stuff to cover it even at times. I'm like, I don't want to see this. I'm good. No. Mm-hmm. I'll put my work phone. I'll go put it in my drawer in my nightstand. And I'll leave it upstairs. I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. It's not work related. I'm good. Yeah. You shouldn't be calling me at 7 p.m. asking about a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. No, you should be eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there there's that. Um so put your work materials aside um, at the end of the work day. Take concrete steps to physically distance yourself from your work, even if that means just hiding it. Um, lock it up. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. If you have an office, we'll leave the office. Take a walk. Get away from there. Um, 
Step to number two, change your clothes. <laughs> That's hard for me because I wear sweatpants every single day. Yeah. It's very, very rare that you see me put on some jeans. Mm-hmm. Just, it is what it is. Like, I haven't really wore jeans, but maybe twice since March. I mean, let's just be real. <laughs> if, uh, we always have this thing, like, uh, we have a morning call in our work group, you know, every morning for 15 minutes just to, like, start our day. It goes from, like, 9 to 9.15. And uh, our leader always wants us to have our cameras on. Sometimes we have them on, sometimes we don't. <laughs> and uh, most of the time, um, I would say we don't. And that's just because, you know, it's like you're getting up, you're still at home, you probably just got your coffee or you probably just rolled out of bed just to join this meeting this early in the morning. <laughs> and then they expect you to be highly engaged, um, you know, so early in the morning. Um, it's difficult to like, I guess to like, cause how you spoke about the separation. So like before we were going into the office, I had a 20 minute drive to work that prepared me to put a smile on my face once I got to the office. You know what I mean? Like I had like that whole like warm up of, of a drive and then actually getting there, you know, I could see like the physical um, location was different. So when I'm in the office, it creates a different like engagement, a different light in me. You know what I mean? Like there's colors everywhere. Like there's people who I'm waving at, like <laughs> I'm interacting with the security guards. I come through the door, they know my face. They talking about, oh, you saw the Pistons last night, like that type of stuff. There is like an interaction. Yeah. But like for me to just basically wake up at uh, 8.15, um, brush, shower, Sometimes I don't want to do that before the morning meeting. I do that at lunchtime sometimes. Um, <laughs> um, and then, you know, actually, like, go get my computer, like, log in, check and see what crazy emails I got between 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock this morning because people don't turn off or unplug the way that we say they should. Um, and that's then, so no. Yeah. And then not having, like, that physical, like, location difference to where, okay, I'm charged now because I'm at the headquarters or I'm at the office. It's like, no, nah, I'm in my basement or I'm in my living room and I'm still feeling sleepy because I'm still in my house. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. That's been one of the challenges that I've had over like the last like seven or eight months since we've been working from home is like being engaged early in the morning and, and just trying to like make it seem that like you're upbeat. Um, even when you just want to put your head back in the pillow. I would take it one step further. It's been moments where I've legit, I purposely res- now I'm I'm guilty of this both ways, right? Mm-hmm. I've checked my emails at way after work hours mm-hmm. and I responded to absolute foolishness on a Saturday morning. Okay. It was something about we're overworked and this that, and the third and blah 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 as a contractor, blah 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 blah. I was like, let me respond to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um I dressed it right then and there, and I put that phone right up. I was like, y'all stupid. Y'all got me messed up. What you not going to do is this. And then the next time I talk to them, guess what? Hi, Richard. How are you? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what the hell I thought, stupid. Um, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, spend time outside. I am very, very adamant on going to take a walk after or during work. Mm-hmm. Um, during my lunch break, I'll probably take a walk. Mm-hmm. If I don't do it during work hours, best believe you're going to call me, and I'm not going to be there. Mm-hmm. After work, you can be like, try calling you last night. What when you say you called me? I was on my walk. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> um, which also leads to, I guess, the other beautiful thing about it is being that I'm at home, I have my dogs here. So, like, every two hours, I'm like, all right, let's go take a little quick stretch, let the dogs out, mm-hmm. do what y'all gotta do. 
mm-hmm. handle your business, bark at some squirrels. Go chase these squirrels away from my property. Because, <laughs> Lord, I'm tired. I hate squirrels. Yeah. If I had a BB gun, I'd be aiming, <laughs> cocking and blasting at these damn squirrels. I hate them. Yeah. But different conversation. Um, I'm going to get you worked up. <laughs> right. Hate and slappy. Anyway, um, that leads into number four, the benefit of exercise. So um, whether it be walking, um, biking or jogging, doing whatever you got to do, getting some of that well-needed vitamin D. Um, it sucks sometimes because of, um, you know, if it rains or it's gloomy outside, you ain't getting it. And then those days tend to be just drags, just like any other work day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in 2020, I really start to understand and realize how important the sun is um, and getting that sunlight. Mm-hmm. Like, not only does... <laughs> Not only does the sun make, you know, black skin look golden, but like it does. I mean, yeah. listen, I'll be seeing some of y'all Instagram shots and all that. Y'all be sitting there through with the window with the blinds lifted like, ah, oh, look at me. <laughs> and I feel it. I'm like, why are you doing that? And then 2020 happened. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I love the beach so much. <laughs> Duh. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that vitamin D is important, that sunlight is important, but just remain active, do something. I'm not saying you got to be a marathon runner or something like that, but do something to take your body, just to shock it a little bit and get some fresh air, do what you got to do. And then finally coming home. So for me, what that means, especially during this pandemic is if you're at home, you're not doing work stuff, you are enjoying your, you know, your people at home, whether it be your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your dogs, your mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. If you got them, your grandkids. Right. If you live with them, your mama and your daddy and all them, whoever it is at home in the house with you, just enjoy that time. Watch that TV show. Binge watch, you know, some power. Binge watch some This Is Us. Do what you got to do. Enjoy your time at home. Mm-hmm. Eat the snacks, okay? Eat the snacks. <laughs> Period. Be at home, eat your snacks. Yeah. We're going to be in this house a while. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a really great article. Um, shout out to the Society of Behavioral Med- Medicine. Um, again, we'll post this in our, um, in our website on Linktree, and then you got some access from there. But most importantly, one of my favorite times of year is here. Mm-hmm. It's the holiday season. You know, Christmas, a little dab of uh, Thanksgiving and some more Christmas, yeah. according to the experts, especially <laughs> you. Um, I can already see you like busting out the Mario Carry in the background somewhere. I know it's playing in your house somewhere. Not even I know this. I've uh I haven't played it all the way. Gabrielle's been singing it though. So it's of course. <laughs> y'all just seen the type to just be stream. Y'all had y'all Christmas tree up till Dr. King Day. <laughs> we did. See, and I think I'm put it up this Sunday. So <laughs> there you go. Somebody already got it up. They already beat you. You slapping. Yeah, you just slacking. I'm, I'm slipping for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> um, this holiday season will be extremely difficult mm-hmm. because you know it's being strongly encouraged by you know state leadership, et cetera. That if you absolutely don't have to leave the house, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't live in your house, don't celebrate Thanksgiving in person with some of those people. And not because, you know, you don't want to be around family, which I miss my family like hell. Mm-hmm. But 
most importantly, like the reality set in. And there's been so many COVID-19 scares between people that I know and family, et cetera. It's been crazy, but the reality is we're not getting together for Thanksgiving like we usually would do. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I know that's the one time of year that I'm going to take that car ride to go out of town and go see some people and mm-hmm. have dinner and watch the Lions get their ass whooped. And, you know, <laughs> they might even win. And that's, a, that's a different story right there. It's a holiday for real. Mm-hmm. Holiday um, miracle. Right, a holiday miracle. There you go. Um, It's going to be different. I mean, it's going to be different due to the fact that there will be no holiday basketball games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there will be no NBA basketball games this fall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the fall classic has happened. And I'm not talking about baseball. Yeah. Like, the NBA finals is a fall classic this year. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to the Lakers, though. Anyway. <laughs> cool boy. Um, <laughs> listen. LA, the city, and uh, champions right now, man. They out here winning. And we sitting here like bums i root for the dodgers yeah yeah so that's cool yeah um what time is jackie he the man for life (laughs) um so the holidays is gonna be hard so like i don't know so have you started making holiday plans yet yeah so every year uh, on thanksgiving um, we we always go to like my wife's side of the family that's where it's like one of her cousins or her aunts they host and it's probably like 30 or 40 people um at a time in their place mm. right we said that back in like august because originally you know everybody thought you know the vaccine was gonna be out by now and all that stuff so, like all right we'll plan thanksgiving accordingly you know when we get there we'll we'll make sure that you know everything's okay or whatever but at this point we're like nah we're not gonna do thanksgiving <laughs> if they host a big function um it's just like why like i don't think they're gonna host it anyway but you know we already made that decision like even if they do we won't be there um but yeah i just think about it on the flip side like out like my family we've been kind of blessed enough to not have we didn't have anybody in our family pass away from covid we did have you know one of my uncles pass but um it wasn't covid related but i just sit and think about like the families who have lost multiple people to covid and the fact that it's still here and now it's messing up their holiday so it's like not only can they not be around family and the ones they love for the holiday but they also had the same virus take someone from them that they usually share the holiday with or make bring that holiday joy to them. So I feel like for those people, it's like a double whammy. Like I couldn't even like fathom that. Like, you know, like if, if someone who I love was taken by COVID and then not only can I not see them during this holiday season or ever again, but the fact that I can't be around family to like, so everybody could like, you know, uphold each other and be each other's strength. Like that's like another slap in the face. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it is challenging. Um, you know, we've had our, again, for those that I, I, I don't necessarily brag on this. I'm more so just overly, like, glorified and celebrated because we wasn't even supposed to make it out the hood, per se, but, or be able to, you know, have things. But, mm-hmm. you know, thankful for us, you know, we were able to find a house, secure a house, get a home place that we call home just in time for the fall um and you know it sucks because I wasn't able to have that housewarming you know in person you know what I'm saying like the people that I cherish and love the most you know they're like we're so proud of you etc blah 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 wish we could celebrate with you and I'm like I wish y'all could too 
Mm-hmm. Like we had to have our freaking housewarming in a, a Zoom meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when it hit home to me. Like mm-hmm. I really won't be. My mom hasn't even been in this house yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like just knowing that for the holidays, I won't be able to, I'm not really necessarily worried about entertaining people in the house because mm-hmm. that means a lot of cleaning up and stuff, but <laughs> um, it it hits different. You know what I'm saying? This, this holiday season will hit differently. And, you know, for those that are able to do it safely, for those that are going to take those extra measures to, um, you know, get COVID tested, I guess, before the holidays really kick off. Mm-hmm. and quarantine accordingly and you know do what you gotta do i mean i get it that's fine i don't recommend it still mm-hmm. but i also have a ton of people that are looking at me crazy like you overreacting it's like no people left whole ass died mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you said like family members friends co-workers etc people have died from this thing mm-hmm. so we have to legit take this more seriously there will be no vaccination miracle by december 31st Right. Not even counting on it. Um, we can't even figure out who's gonna be the freaking next president right now. Let's just is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and hopefully by the time y'all hear this episode, we decide that. But in two thousand or two thousand four, we didn't know till like December. So, yeah, it's getting rough. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of uns- uncertainty ahead. So, one of the things that they mentioned in this article and this was put together um oh you said author on this thing well you can find this on health.clevelandclinic.org written back in early october and it was how to cope with holiday family gathering gatherings and the coronavirus pandemic um ultimately how to make hard choices and deal with pushy relatives and we all got them in fact i've dealt with several of them over the last couple months and I chose to take the high road and not verbally address it right then and there mm-hmm. because to me, it wasn't worth my peace of mind. Um, not then, not there in that space. It was a birthday party for God's sake. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't come help me move and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. I can see your eyeballs, whatever moving or whatever with your mask on <laughs> i think i was the only person in the party that had my mask on still even around family and they acted funny about that fast forward a couple months later same similar situation i'm in the house with all my family didn't take my mask off mm-hmm. probably shouldn't even been there but it is what it is so family can be extremely pushy on anything else you know Thanksgiving clapbacks are real things. Thanksgiving clapbacks under <laughs> the pandemic is going to be absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear some of them. I know y'all going to have some. Mm-hmm. Send them my way so I can get all the giggles, please. Um, but yeah, clapbacks for the holidays is going to be different this year just because like, you know, we we got to be more careful about who we put ourselves around. Like, I'm not necessarily doing it because I don't want to get sick. I'm doing it because I happen to be somewhat younger and I want to get you sick. All right, all right. Like my more majority of our pushy family members are older. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you overreacting, blah, blah, blah. We're going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Some of our elders and older people are the ones that can't stay their ass in the house. Right. 
I'm just the first to say it. Y'all can judge me, judge your mama, okay? Judge your mama. Mm-hmm. I've literally had to get at my mom for trying to go out in the public and doing whatever. I'm like, we're not going to the corner store. Mm-hmm. Sit your ass down. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this thing is legit real. Um, so coming a couple of different things I noticed on this. Um, one is coping ahead. So um, just start planning ahead. I mean, obviously it's November now, but um, you don't want to wait until the week of Thanksgiving and start thinking about what these plans are going to be. You know, some people do that. I mean, I've been guilty. <laughs> but start planning that meal now. How you going to get the food? Do what you got to do. Worst case scenario, if you really want my wife's macaroni and cheese, well, y'all ain't getting none. But <laughs> I mean, y'all might like you, you know, yeah, yeah. y'all, but like the rest <laughs> of y'all, don't be at no, no, get out, get our, don't be in Mental Matters podcast DMs, ask for the mac and cheese. It's a no. Period. <laughs> period poo. That's what they say, period poo. Yeah, yeah. It's like poop. Period poop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you got to plan ahead. You got to think about how you're going to spend that holiday. I know that for us, it's going to be just us two watching some movies and just kicking it, eating some good food. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. I might do a turkey, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not doing all the crazy stuff, man. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the CDC actually put out a list of comprehensive guidelines for the holiday, too. Um, and some of those things include, um, especially for Thanksgiving. Uh, where'd it go? 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 Here we go. So Thanksgiving things. Lower risk activities include, but not limited to, as I just said, having a small dinner with your people and living in your house, mm-hmm. which means my dogs might get something special. I want some turkey. Mm-hmm. I want some macaroni and cheese. Yes. On top of that, if we swap dishes and be like, you try some of this until Tupperware, I try some of that in your Tupperware, mm-hmm. that's cool too. Right. She ain't coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, preparing traditional family recipes for family and neighbors, especially those at higher risk of severe illness from COVID-19 and delivering them in a way that doesn't involve contact with others. Mm-hmm. Having a virtual dinner and sharing recipes. Um, shopping online rather than in person on the day after Thanksgiving or the next Monday. And then watching sporting events, parades, and movies from home. Well, that's going to be easy because I don't watch the lines anyway. Y'all <laughs> blindfolded or something. I choose my mental health over watching the Lions because they've let me down over the last 10 years. Anyway. Uh-huh. It's crazy because like this past Sunday was like one of the first Sundays where I actually was just consciously like, don't turn that game on. And um, I didn't. And then probably around like six o'clock or seven o'clock. Um, usually that's when I get into my funk about oh, I go to work in the morning, like that type of thing. And then I realized that I wasn't getting into that funk. And I was just like, why am I? I was like, I didn't watch the Lions game. <laughs> So yeah, no more lions for me the rest of the season as much as I can help it. <laughs> You're a smart man. I ain't watching them. Why? For why? For why? For, for why? Anyway, yeah, exactly. Um, they have some moderate risk activities. We'll just share this with y'all. I ain't doing none of these, so I don't expect y'all to either. But y'all can do whatever y'all want to do in your house. <laughs> That's good for you. I ain't mm-hmm. doing that. 
Govern yourselves accordingly. Govern yourselves. Hear the announcements. Govern yourselves accordingly. Mm-hmm. Let the church say amen, y'all. Amen. A- amen. <laughs> won't he will? Will he won't? That's right. Won't he do it? <laughs> won't he will? <laughs> will he won't? <laughs> Clown. Um, that's another thing I've been adding to my self care routine. I ain't got to get up and be on time for church. Mm-hmm. I can go back to that Facebook video when they recorded it live. <laughs> All right. My- I already knew my church was only when it came to technology and stuff, so I wasn't worried about that. Mm-hmm. But I can go like two hours after PG give his uh his sermon, mm-hmm. go catch it after the fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still be just as good, just as potent. It be just as potent. <laughs> it, it it it's still here, right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people. Praise and worship. I'm not gonna knock it. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna slide right on to when I see him talking. He's sitting there in front of his thing. I'm like. It's time for the word. <laughs> That's how I know he's standing up there. It's time for the word. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just giving me a different act. It gives me kind of a a positive mood going into the week. You know what I'm saying? And church has always been that for me, but I find myself doing more of that during this pandemic, especially over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to just praise him in the bad times, but I want to praise him in the good times too. Mm-hmm. So preach in him, I mean Jesus, okay? <laughs> for you heathens. I'm a heathen till we all heathens. But still, <laughs> go believe in your higher power. That's the universe. That's on you. That's good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But don't knock my Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> another thing is assessing all the risks. Um, so when you think of assessing all the risks, what, what do you think some of those things are? Like what some of the risks could be? Or you mean like some of the things? Yeah, gathering like in, you know, for our holidays and such. I mean, some of the risks are just like, of course, like exposure to the virus, putting you know kids and, and elderly people with you know, pre-existing conditions at risk. Um, mm-hmm. But um, as far as like emotionally, you know, not gathering. Um, I think I mentioned before. As far as you know, sometimes people use the holidays as like a a recharge. Like you know, I got to see like my favorite person in the family. I don't I don't necessarily get to see them all the time. Or people from out of state come up here. We go down there sometimes. Like you're not going to be able to have like that recharge or just like that engagement between family that you usually like depend on during the holiday season. Um, like you said, I can't go taste my sister's mac and cheese the way I want to. Uh, <laughs> but you can always give your sister some money if you choose to. Yeah. She, she put that out there. So yeah. yeah I'm your sister too. <laughs> hey, real. What's popping? PlayStation coming out. What's good? What's going <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like just those things as far as you know, like emotionally, like it's gonna, it's, it might be difficult for some people this holiday season emotionally because your favorite person may not be there, or if they still are here on this earth, you may not be able to have access to them the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's one of the risks that I see that may be kind of like, and not, I guess I could say like invisible, you know what I mean? Like it's not one of those things that you can actually like make tangible, but. Mm-hmm. Not be around your favorite person during a holiday that might be tough it is um and one of the things this article talks about is about um how to engage in those tough conversations on whether it comes to confronting emotions or you know hey had a change of plans change of heart right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying 
versus just, you know, not showing up at all. I think that's just kind of rude and unexpected because, you know, especially in our families, holiday coming up, you plan for everybody to come over, you buying all this food, right. and then everybody not come over and don't say nothing. I feel like that's like one of the almost ultimate signs of disrespect. Um, just any black family don't waste their food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now granted, that macaroni and cheese probably slapped, so you can not eat this if you want to. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna take that extra corner piece for the crib. Yeah, more for me. More for me, none for you. Hopefully, we'll take the pie under my arm. <laughs> we ain't gonna get into that. I'm gonna get all hungry and stuff. Let's not do that. Come on, come on, come on. Stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> Stay focused, Jerry. I know we're talking about Thanksgiving. That's stay focused. Right, you're talking about Thanksgiving. How are you still gonna stay focused? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, listen to me. I'm not an expert here. I'm just a black man trying to make it. Anyway, um, so there, there's a lot of things we're missing. We're missing birthdays. We're missing um, births. We're missing mm-hmm. um, we miss graduation parties. We miss celebrations. We miss anniversary parties. Things of that nature. Um, so here's a tough question. And I'm gonna ask you this. You've explained to your family, you had these tough conversations, but what if they don't understand? How do you approach that conversation then? At this point, they have to understand. I mean, just look at like the increase in numbers. Um, besides even having like facts and evidence to like restate, you know, why it's not worth it. I think we said before on a few episodes, no means no. And uh, <laughs> no is a complete <laughs> sentence. If you don't know what that means, go back through the episodes. You'll find it. No is a complete sentence. Yeah. Proceed, brother. With a period at the end and everything. With <laughs> a period. No means no. Period. <laughs> you know they. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think like having that conversation with somebody who doesn't understand or is pushing you to, you know, come out for the holidays. I think that I think I read part of the article where it says like you have to like access the risk for yourself, you know, make sure that you're not putting yourself at risk or anybody with pre existing conditions in your house at risk. But exactly at this point, it's just it's just not worth it. Like it's as simple as that. I don't I don't see how anybody could go out of their way and try to make you feel guilty or taking the proper cautions <laughs> during a pandemic. Yeah. Um, that person's just selfish at that point. Yeah. And I haven't even thought about some of these alternatives, but we've already sent that group text out, you know, mm-hmm. doing the pulse check, what are we doing? And I mean, the consensus is no. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not we're not coming up there. We're not kicking it with y'all. And it sucks because I miss y'all like hell, but yeah. it's a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so suggesting alternative is another thing you talked about. Um, one is reassuring your family members that you still love them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all love. Like, I don't hate you anymore or less, whatever. Right. It's just that I hate this virus even more. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have to make this tough decision. You know, you can set it up such that you um, schedule like a family call or something, like a family Zoom call or something. Like, granted, I am tired. Of all these video conferences, all these video calls, mm-hmm. all the people want to have these video events. Mm-hmm. It is mind numbing. It literally is tiring. However, it's one of the safest way to do this. Mm-hmm. If everybody in your family just, or a bunch of people in your family just happen to have an iPhone, y'all can have a group FaceTime. 
True. Take shots on FaceTime. Take <laughs> Take shots on FaceTime. Yep. That's what you want to do. Go ahead and do it. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna be mad. Uh-uh. You can have a Zoom call. There's lots of technology that allows you to do things. You got Google Meets, you have Zoom, you have not Zoom. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You have a bunch of different things where you can do it and still be around your family and loved ones. Um, it sucks. Even Friendsgiving is going to hit different. But mm-hmm. I think the other difficult thing is that some of your friends take this pandemic more seriously than your family members. So you much rather take the risk with some of your closer friends than you would with your family members. Mm-hmm. But even with them, they'd be like, I love you, bro, but I can't even do it, bro. <laughs> I ain't mad. I get you. Yeah. I can't do it either. You know, you know who Mrs. Winfrey is? <laughs> she said no. And I said, you're right. You're right. Um, and the last part is accepting the inevitable. Um, as with life, such is life. There's just going to be some people that's not happy with what you say or do. Mm-hmm. You have to just step in that and be cool with it. I mean, it's easy to say it's going to be emotionally taxing. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I've had to learn how to do, especially in 2020, is stick to my guns about anything. And it's somewhat harder to do, but you have to explain the reasons why it's this way. After you, you know, I've I've done post checks like crazy. I've checked in with my family over the last several months, several weeks even. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of my activities i've learned from my therapist as of lately is check in check in with people you know or once a week every once whatever mm-hmm. you know it's okay to pick a family member in your contacts and reach out to them facetime and call them do what you gotta do right mm-hmm. and i've done that and i've gained so much relatability and you know confiding and just open dialogue that just made me feel good Mm-hmm. just by having those moments of transparency okay. and just doing that especially talking about the holiday season it made me feel better about breaking the news like hey we ain't getting together for thanksgiving <laughs> now that's a sucky statement to say mm-hmm. but afterwards you know if you have that report i think engaging in more conversation with your family members ahead of time makes the conversation a little bit easier because they know where you're coming from um, if I don't want to do, if I don't want to leave the house to make my money, I'm not going to do it just to be around family. <laughs> Cause at the end of the day, we got bills, baby. <laughs> <laughs> These bills ain't going to get taken out by Corona 19. Now nah, I, I put it all at Corona 19. They got a new name. <laughs> I know it. You, you know, you know what Rona is. Don't act all stupid y'all. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you, you got to do what's best for yourself. You got to do what's best for your family, your loved ones, your ones in your household. And mm-hmm. most importantly, do what's best for you. If that puts you at a better peace of mind of being by yourself or being, you know, not around them during this pandemic, that's good. Some people are going to be struggling with that because you got your regular depression. You got your seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. You got your pandemic depression. Right. They are all playing tic-tac-toe somewhere. <laughs> And they are ghetto. <laughs> they the ghetto cousins at the get together. That's what they are. They're like, oh man, how <laughs> Rich, what's up? <laughs> Who's waiting on you? Hey, it's your deal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so like that today. I, I'm gonna read it. It says, What do you get when you mix COVID anxiety, 
seasonal depression, cuffing season, good old fashioned regular depression, and election stress, then take away one hour of sunlight. We're about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Send me that. I need to see that. But for other reasons. If y'all don't know the reference, by the time this hits social in the interwebs, that's on y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> man, God, that's so true. <sighs> you know, it, it it's going to be hard. It, it's going to be challenging. Um, not only us getting together, you know, for episode fifty-five is important for me, but it's maintaining that, you know, that dialogue, maintaining those those feelings is maintaining those actual like emotions things that nature being transparent about them Mm -hmm. um there's times where i call my friends and say this pandemic shit sucks Mm -hmm. there's times where i call my friends and i don't talk about the pandemic (laughs) you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day like you have to be transparent to your emotions you have to be transparent towards what you're going through because if you don't it's going to it's going to literally eat you alive Mm -hmm. um go find your you know go find your therapist during this season um, do your best and damn hardest to get access to those things because it will be the, this fall going to be rough. You know what I'm saying? Losing that hour was already, already a thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and all that extra like darkness outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, between the like ele- normal election stress, mm-hmm. um, Voter suffrage election stress. <laughs> um, that's some real shit. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, you know, you know, coming off just a tough year. 2020 has been real rough. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna probably in our next episode talk about how we can finish this fourth quarter strong. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we should just keep going and talk about that right now. <laughs> uh well, but you know, 2020 has been real. It's been it's been an experience. We've learned a lot of things that we probably didn't want to learn. Mm-hmm. Learn how out of shape some of our people, our fellow African Americans are, mm-hmm. because you know underlying health conditions plus Corona took some people out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at risk, my damn self. I'm, I ain't no little fella, mm-hmm. but you know I'm doing the best I can with what I got, and and God got the rest, right? Yeah. Um, so. All that to say, I want to leave y'all on a positive note because I don't want to give you all these negative things and not give you the positive things. So first and foremost, um, while the holidays will be hard this year, there is no reason in the world why you can't have exactly what you want on your menu this year. Mm-hmm. Try some new recipes between now and then. Perfect it for Thanksgiving. Yep. Again, one of the things we talked about during this episode is find things where... And I've created a kind of a cool concept and idea, and I'm I'm a whole drill to this, is sharing some of the dishes that you make for over the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Okay. You know, I ain't got necessarily come in your house. I ain't got to do none of that. I ain't even gonna be offended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you are COVID negative and you figure that out, mm-hmm. you come in big with your mask on, that's cool too. I ain't even gonna hold you up. It probably ain't gonna happen because again, yeah. this is win for you. But I've legit thought about like getting a bunch of Tupperware and just trading dishes with people. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And being like, "Hey, I tried this this week. Try this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did that? Oh, you made some jerk chicken? Bet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, just doing things like that, get more creative. Do it for the holiday season. I guarantee it makes you feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That way, you can also feel as if you've been with this person because mm-hmm. they made you. 
<laughs> but they made it in their kitchen, right? That just gave you that positive vibe right there. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I've learned, it's okay to have some wine in your house. Of course. We got, we got some McBride sisters in this building. Shout out to the McBride sisters. <laughs> Black girl magic wine cannot be found in any store right now. It is hard to find that joint. You got to put me on that. I, ain't, I don't know about that. So I got you. Okay. Shout out to the homies at McBride sisters. Um, we're able to find some of the other wines I'm going to get into hopefully this weekend. And, uh, you know, have a wine down. Have a chill session. Mm-hmm. Um. Netflix is popping with a lot of our black classics. Yep. Between the Parkers, Girlfriends, Moesha, debatable. <laughs> yeah, that's my list. Listen, listen <laughs> there's I tried I tried to go back and watch it. I got hungry after two episodes. I was like, wow, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> it really was tough. Um, but again, one of our black gems, go back and watch them. If you haven't got into them at all in your life, this is the perfect time. The game is on there. Mm-hmm. Um this is us started back up. Uh, that first episode was a mug. Anyway, <laughs> God, we ain't even gonna do it. Uh, Power Part Two, Ghost is good. I like it. I got some good gems out of it. I'm like, how dare y'all do this? This is mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right, Courtney Kemp. I see you. <laughs> um, so, and then most importantly, like I said, you know, love on your peoples, man. This is a per- perfect time to, you know, not necessarily network because that's corny, but mm-hmm. I think I strongly do believe that this is a good time to lean on your loved ones and, you know, reach out more. I'm getting in touch with my brothers and sisters more. You know, it's that's tough to say, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's one of those baby steps to say, hey, you know what? You know, you got to take care of yourself. You got to love one another. And you sometimes you're all you got. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being known and black as said um mm-hmm. i think that's a good place for us to wrap up things <laughs> <laughs> okay um, it may seem like you know this pandemic is going to just kick our ass but we are more resilient than that mm-hmm. um as a culture as a people and we've seen what happens when the culture gets together yeah we spent a million dollars i think just before juneteenth um yeah I think on election day, we buy black. I think Instagram account reached a million followers. Mm-hmm. We can do anything. You know what I'm saying? So be empowered. You know, if you want to be creative during this time, be creative, start something new. Mm-hmm. Not feeling creative right now. That's fine too. I got a drawing pad. I drew LeBron. I ain't never thought I was draw LeBron in my life. I drew LeBron, y'all. <laughs> so just do what you do to make yourself happy and find yourself care activities that makes you feel better during this season. Um, and yes, between closing fourth to fourth quarter, um, no double entendre on sports mm-hmm. and seasonal affective disorder. We will get into that, I promise, in our next episode. So you already know what's coming. You already know what we talked about. There you go. <laughs> um, so with that being said, Jarrell, you got anything for these good people, man? Uh, just like you said, uh, find something that, you know, stimulates you while we're still in the house. Um, I know, like you said, you was, you've been drawing, touch back on your art skills from back in the day. Listen, flexing. <laughs> I've, I've been touching into uh, my uh, Tim the Tool Man Taylor stuff, installing toilets and Listen, <laughs> microwaves man. and stuff. That's been fun. But um, yeah, just just find what it is, whatever it is. I think I think the next thing I want to try is uh, 
like teaching myself how to play the keyboard or something. I don't know. That's that's one of the things that I always wanted to do probably since I was like 18. So I might go buy a keyboard and figure that out. <laughs> Fair. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Yeah. So and watch paid in full on title. I found out that's the thing. Yeah. Paid in full is on title. I watched the first 10 minutes. I gotta finish it though. But I mean I've seen it 20, 30 times. I've watched it twice already. I'm gonna watch it again just because. Okay. <laughs> money making Mitch. That's you, money making Mitch. Anyway, um, with that being said, we love you, good people. We hope you are staying as best mentally healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we do have some upcoming things. If you've reached it this far, um, our plan is to um, do a joint session, if you will, with our homies at JFK Detroit, Joint Forces with Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about black men and mental health and so that's forthcoming you can keep your eyes and ears open for that I won't even tell you when mm-hmm. just know it's coming stay tuned mm-hmm. to our social media things um, you can find us on Instagram you can find us on Twitter you can find us on Facebook just search for Mental Matters Podcast um, check us out at our website at www.mentalmatterspod.com and you can stream us on all your favorite things such as SoundCloud <laughs> This mug with his hair. I love it. <laughs> you can search us on SoundCloud. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, things like that, and Apple Podcasts. So that's where you can stream us and come kick it with your boys. So with that, we love you guys. Stay up, stay black, love your melanin, and drink your water because you stay moisturized, you look better, and feel better. Yeah. Bye. Stop this recording.